You can kick your fancy ales, you can drink them by the flagon, but the only food for the brave and true comes from the green dragon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Green Dragon Podcast, your podcast for all things Lord of the Rings strategy battle game. I'm your host, Matt, and today we have a fantastic mustering your army. We might have thought we were done with these. No, no, we're going to add in another one, a bonus one, if you will. It's not that we forgot it at all. A I bonus, have... bonus one. Yeah, this is definitely 100% bonus. This is not part of the regular run. We just decided to go with this. So I have here with me today, Kylie. Ahoy, hoy. And Tiernan. Hello. And been a while. Yeah, it has been a while for you, Tiernan. But do you remember the last time you were on? No. No? We need to invite you on more often, surely. Yes. Yes, yes definitely. Yeah. Definitely. We'll get you around for a few episodes, maybe. We'll see, we'll see what happens. So, today we're doing 800 points of Moria. Moria, where all the goblins live. We've got dragons. We've got monsters. We've got all sorts of things. We probably don't have Giant dragons. Giant fire-breathing demon things. We've we got a lot of different things in Moria, and we're going to yeah, see them all put to the test today. We've actually, the three of us, have uh, got a few things that all three of us have actually taken, or at least two of us. It's going to be really interesting to see which things that we think work really well in Moria. Won't it, Kylie? Yes. Yes, it will. Okay. <laughs> So, I think we're actually going to start with Tiernan's list. So, Tiernan? We are? Yeah, we are. We are. Get ready. Go oh, ahead. Lovely. Well, I've gone for more of a uh, old-school uh, goblin horde with um, just a, a couple of interesting things. I remember back in the days of my youth, nothing but Moria. Yeah, no, yeah. I, re- I remember that as well. So <laughs> many damn 75 model goblin armies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to start off, uh, in my first warband, I have Doberz, who is also my leader. And he is leading three goblins with shields, three goblins with spears, uh, one prowler with two-handed axe, a cave troll, and a bat swarm. Very good, very good. Solid warband. Yeah. Um, in the second warband is Grublog, uh, with four goblins with shields, three goblins with spears, one prowler with two-handed axe, and another bat swarm. Then I have a Mori goblin shaman, with two goblins with shields, two goblins with spears, three goblins with bows, one prowler with two-handed axe, and another cave troll. And then a second shaman with two goblins of shields, two goblins of oh, spears, horse. three goblins of uh, orc bows, one prowler of two-handed axe. No third... Ca- I don't have a third cave troll, don't worry. <laughs> and, so many goblins! And then my fifth warband is a Moria goblin captain with orc bow, because I figure he can take a, a couple of pot shots at um, enemy heroes' uh, horses and use might to try and kill it, because I, I don't care about the captain if he dies. Fair enough. I've got... He's leading two goblins with shields, two goblins with spears, four goblins with bows, uh, two prowlers with two-handed axes and bows, because I had two points left, and a Moria goblin drum. And a drum, just to finish it off. Yeah. Fantastic. So, what's, what's your total model count there? Uh, 56. 56. That's, I'm, you know what? That's about right. That's what we'd I'm expect I'm disappointed. I, I was expecting it to get over 60. Over 60? Would have been yeah. nice? Well, yeah. I've taken two bat swarms and two cave trolls, which pulled down the numbers a bunch. Very true. And quite a lot of prowlers there as well. I've only got six. Only six? Yeah. I've got 12 out of my 51 warriors with bows, and I've got an extra bow on, on a hero. Very good. Very good. So, so the, not, not too did bad the prowlers have bows there, did they? Two of them did in that last warband. Okay. Okay. But the rest with two-handed, surely. Yeah. yeah. All Beautiful. of them have two-handed. Two of them have two-handed axes and bows. Ah, wonderful. Can you can you use that these days? Uh, two-handed axes and bow, yes. Because yes, you put so. your bow on your back and then you grab your two-handed axe and you go smacking things. Mm. I remember back in the day that was uh, not an option. You, I yeah. don't think you could actually Only buy Only Elven Blades could do it. 
Yeah, yeah, that was the advantage of Elven Blades. Now Elven Blades much better. But yes, Prowlers definitely are undervalued. I haven't seen them for yonks. I have not seen a Prowler on a tabletop in many years. That's Probably not since I used them, to be honest. I, I think that's because uh, Prowlers give bonuses when you're trapped, and why would you trap people? It, yeah, it, why it's a would poor you play. Do that? That you're never going to win a game with traps. Yeah, exactly. Silly people. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, I, I had much success with Prowlers back in the day. and I think I, everyone at this table has had success with Prowlers. Yeah, except for me, because I don't have any. <laughs> huh. Well, okay. I just assumed you had a goblin army, since everyone has a goblin army. It's all right. All the good players at the table have had success yeah. with Prowlers. So. Uh, the, the idea of this army, though, is I've got a small amount of shooting, like a dozen bows. It's a solid amount. They're and a handful bows. of two throwing weapons as well. Yeah, and obviously the idea is to swarm people, but I've got two cave trolls, which are meant to be like the heavy hitters. So if you come across a bigger hero, the idea is to send the cave troll in to rend, and also as well as a bat swarm to half their fight value, because bat swarms are insanely amazing. And ideally another hero as well, so they sort of tag team a hero. Yeah, yeah. You've, you've got enough utility around the cave trolls to sort of uh, work out how you're going to knock a hero out of the game. So I, I've thrown the one of the bat swarms in with Derbers because he's my leader. I figured that if the bat swarms with him, if he gets into trouble early on, the bat swarm can fly over and try yeah. to save him. Yeah, nice little emergency button there. Yeah. And he's got a cave troll as well in that warband, so self-explanatory. No, very good. Uh, yeah. Very, very standard sort of Moria list. Very uh, powerful, as, as we've seen before. It's won many tournaments. Mm. I have, I have one criticism with your list. <gasps> well, actually, two, two, two criticisms. <gasps> First cr- criticism number one. Where the hell are the troll chains on the trolls? <laughs> yes. Get rid of two goblins. There's the troll chains. No, no. I've got, got a better way to get those points okay, back. Okay. Second one. Why do you have two shamans? Why do you need two shamans? The, a second captain orig- would be much more beneficial than that shaman. My original idea was in case I go up against uh, something with sap will. So they have to if do they it have over sap two will, turns. You're not getting fury off, period. This no, is true. The idea was they'd have to do it over a couple more turns to fully get rid of all my will. Yeah, they're still going to get rid so of So I'd still get the you... one or two turns of actually having fury. Well, one turn maybe. So what's better, forcing some extra will out of an enemy caster, specifically a Nazgul, or an extra might point? And the melee prowess you get from Yeah, the that too. Yeah. I mean, it's I, a I, goblin I, captain. Don't get, over, don't get overconfident with the. I was strongly two considering extra points a captain. Two extra points one, are mine. One. You're not going to channel the Fury if you see a Nazgul on the other side of the board. Yeah, but... I don't need to channel the Fury. really useful on a he Shaman? It's only one. It's definitely only one. Extra. Yeah, but the Shaman's might doesn't do a whole lot. Oh, I don't know about that. Heroic moves. You can't call... <sighs> what, are the go- what is the Goblin Captain using it for? What, strikes? Can be. If he needs to. He can use it for it's strikes. It's only one fight combats. higher. It's only one... Is it even a fight higher? Are they fight three, the Shamans? I, I, I think the main... The Shamans are fight two. Okay. So <laughs> it's one fight higher. It's barely anything. I think the main focus of if I took an extra Captain would be the fact that I've got another two attack strength four person on the front line. Yeah, which I, I, is I'd always agree. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And I was tossing it up. You can and, swap one of the shamans out for a captain with a shield. And you get or the points else. back to be able to get trial chains for your cave. You shamans. want me to swap out both shamans, don't you? No, no, not both shamans. No, just you one. still need one shaman, but just in case they don't have a Nazgul. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I still quite like chains. the list. Trial even chains are awesome. even with the two shamans, sometimes it can be super useful because, say, in something like domination, you need to pass courage in a particular area of the board. Or two, sorry, two particular areas of the board. You really do need two shamans for that. You, you're going to struggle without it. Derbers is no guarantee. I don't know about that because you you can network up your heroes in such a way as to be able to cover a pretty big area with with that. Because 
what if it's two objective markers, say, two feet away from each other? You can still pick them up. Debes has a 12-inch stamp. No, I know, I know. Who can sit 12 inches away from the shaman and the shaman be within six inches of another hero. Then you do the stuff in range of the Fury. Then you move the shaman in range of Derbers, and then Derbers does his stand fast, which gets the guys on the objective. Easily, you can hold up a 30 inch block. Uh, I, st- I still don't know. I don't know. Easily. I've with done only it one shaman. And as I was saying, Derbers is not a guarantee either. You he, don't is with shaman. he is with the shaman. I-, I don't think if you can keep them within, within six inches of each other, you can cover that much area. Yeah, you can. Uh, if you include their six-inch move, yeah. Five-inch move, sorry. Five-inch, yes, yes, because yeah. I know how the game works. Goblins through five <laughs> inches, not Goblin's six. Five, so you five. have a captain on the left. No, no, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I, I'm just pointing out, you know, Derbez may not be sticking around that long. He's obviously a key target. He's, he's assuming he's your leader. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He, he's, well, the, he's the I, Goblin I King. Of course he's my leader. Yeah. I mean, okay, I, I've seen a lot of two Shaman armies floating around, and yeah, they're, they're not great. Let's be honest. They're not great. They, they're Aww. probably not well beaters. But in terms of goblins, I don't mind it. I don't mind two shamans with goblins. It means you've got that five plus save everywhere as well. That's so, pretty huge. So you can t- swap out one of the shamans for a captain of a shield to taste. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I think that's, the five, yeah, that's... The five plus save always has always been to me like the less awesome part of the fury. I agree when you have to use the might, but with Groblog, it's like it's such a great bonus. It is the lesser part of it. The courage is always the most important bit, but it's a huge bonus. Because the thing, I, whenever someone says 5 plus, five plus save is awesome, one, you've never played something like 40k or something where you have to take 5 plus save and realize how much it sucks. <laughs> Sec- secondly, second, this is the big thing. If you're taking saves, that means you're losing combats, which means you're getting your ass handed to you. But you're going to be losing combats anyway. The idea of Fury is to minimize the casualties you will inevitably take anyway. And we've had, we've had this discussion horde. before. You're a goblin horde. You should be fighting three, four on ones. You will still lose combats. You're a goblin horde. You will lose a shit ton of models. The idea of fury is that you will use less of them and keep your numbers advantage for longer. And in my, my experience, the best thing about these kind of saves is you can really screw up someone's heroic combat plans. You just need to get that one extra save in sometimes. They don't get the heroic combat off and they waste their might. And it happens quite a bit. Anyway, anyway, I, I think we've gone on enough about the shamans. You can take or leave the two. You probably do want one. Fair enough? Yeah. Okay. So, having said all that, uh, what kind of things in your list do you not want to be facing? What's the things that's really going to ruin the goblins' day? Shenanigan elves. Yeah. Um, anything that can shove all the shamans away, like call winds or um, having Hence another ring rate. elves. Ring rates yes. are a problem. Ring rates are a problem. For also, you. all terror armies river way of getting rid of the shamans. Yeah. So basically, yeah. ring rates. So all all terror armies really. Yeah. Ring yeah. rates. That's really well. Even then, he's got. It's, a, it's, all... Wait, wait. No, actually, actually, hang on a second. You have a goblin drummer in that army, don't you? Yes. He's not that worried about terror. Uh, uh even then, my because I go from courage two to three back down to two because assuming harbinger of evil. Yeah. Courage two yeah. is not great. It's still not great. It it's still you can work around it. It's just not something you'd want to face because it means you're not necessarily bringing all of your numbers to bear. I think you're really bringing the drum for the the banner effect. That's the main uh, b- reason. Both. I mean, you know the and what well, it's a neg one two enemies as well, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, I've you always can take wondered that with your trolls as well. One other thing, I've yeah. always wondered why they never let included the uh, the goblin drum to be a banner in to the death because it's a freaking goblin drum. Yeah, it should be really. Shouldn't should it? be. I know. Yeah. Yeah, what, so the, the drum itself or the, um, the, drum itself. the drummers? No, the drum itself should count as a banner for yeah. to the death. The drum. 
Because you can destroy it's always it. always disappointed yeah. me. So. Extremely disappointed me. I understand that. Much well, disappointed was had that day. Well, anyway, do you two think uh, the list has any strong weaknesses apart from the I think, weakness yeah, of terror? I, I think one thing that you really don't want to be facing is a slightly stronger horde, <laughs> a slightly stronger <laughs> enemy horde. So something like Horde Gondor is a real problem for you. Uh, or Horde Orcs, or Horde Harad. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's just part of the, anything else. That's part of the reason why I've got the cave trolls. Because yeah, if I'm, if I I'm fighting that. something like yeah. Horde Gondor, they'll be fighting in a in a battle line just I don't know. immediately King fighting me. I can f- knock them The King of Mantor, the face of a cave troll, is going to hurt the cave troll quite a bit. Part of the reason why I have the bat swarms. Bat swarms. Yeah, then it comes down yeah. to the skill There's match-up. not, yeah, there's yeah, not enough, a lot that like is going to be able to take down those trolls. I admit that, yes. But when you're basically going to be losing every single combat with your warriors in that case, it becomes a big problem. If you can get into good hurling positions, fantastic. Yeah, if you can knock out the enemy heroes, fantastic. Yeah, but if it's but Horde Gondor or Horde Harad, they're going to have shooting. Yeah, they're going to outshoot you to pieces. Which means and, you, yeah. as a goblin army, have to run at the... Um, oh, that's why I've got Fury, to minimize those losses. It's not about the losses, it's just about the positioning. Yeah, what if, yeah, what if they target your Batsons or your K-Trolls? You know, the things in your army that don't get Fury. Well, I'll just um, take a page from one of your books and just not let them get shot. <laughs> I don't think it's even about that. I think it's about the enemy shooting forcing your big pieces, your, your cave trolls, your batswarms, to be where they want you to be. I think that's the biggest problem because you need control over that. You need control over where you're putting them. Yeah, yeah, that's a fair point. Mm. Uh, that's to say, I don't have a, I've got an all right amount of shooting, I think. I mean, even if they're yeah. orcs, I can, against someone who's just taken a token amount of shooting, I can force them to come to me, mm-hmm. I think. I, I suppose, yeah. yeah. How many shots? Uh, 12 bows and warriors plus yeah. one of a captain. I mean, it's not a huge amount, but if someone takes nothing, yeah, you're, you're in and a I, great spot. Yeah. Full disclosure, we, we forced Tien to write this list. We, we, made him, <laughs> we made him take a standard horde because we wanted to talk about it and we wanted to talk about what, it, what it's great against and also what it's, frankly, terrible against. So yeah. it's an interesting discussion. And, uh, well, I think hordes are always strong, except in Lords of Battle. This, yes, this, this army will lose Lords of Battle just immediately. Well, Every time. No, no, not I, always. No, I think so. Oh, I think so. Al- almost always. I've seen Horde armies beat other armies. You, you see it happen, but luck. it's it, it's the exception rather than you the You absolutely need luck. I don't think you need as much luck as you're thinking. <sighs> you always Especially if you draw another Horde army. That, that's the one chance you have, but we don't see even, Hordes that many anymore, do, that that much anymore, do we? Not not true really. Hordes, no. Like the, the last, last one I remember was actually David's one. Which at, last uh, Horde Gondor. Yeah, which dominated. So maybe maybe a resurgence. We'll see what happens. Maybe I'm taking a horde to Masters. Maybe we'll talk about that in the future. Anyway, I think that's enough about Tienan's list. I think we've, we've squeezed everything we can out of that one. Let's move on to Kylie's list. What have you got for us, Kylie? What have I got? So in Warband number one, and my Warband leader, is a Gundabad Black Shield Captain. And he is leading five Gundabads with shield and five Gundabads with shield and spear. And he also has a Gundabad drum in his, in his Warband. In Warband number two, I have a Gundabad Black Shield Shaman. He's leading five Gundabads with shield and three Gundabads with shield and spear. In Warband number three, I have Druzhag, and he's leading three Bat Swarms. Wait, wait. Druzhag's not your leader? No, why would he be? Because he's Druzhag? He kind of dies, though. A lot. I'm thinking more from a thematic point of view, though. He, I mean, wh- to, why to, is Druzhag be, taking orders To be honest, the there's not a single model in this list that's <laughs> ideal to be a leader. I just love that Tin and walks in on the podcast. There's not enough theme. You need more theme. <laughs> oh, the please, irony. Please continue, Kylie. In Warband number four, I have a Warg Chieftain. 
leading five wild wags, and in warband number five, I have Ashrak leading four venom back spiders. Solid, very seven models. Yeah. So as I mentioned when we were when we were writing these, it's on the smaller side for goblins, but it's also not just goblins. It's a monster mash list. It is monsters. No, there isn't a single monster. Sorry, no beast. Well, come on, it's the beast, beast monsters. We know what we're talking about here. We've got oh, spiders, we? we've got wags, and they're going to get boosted up to ridiculous levels. Insane levels, you might say. That enraged beast. I don't it's have brutal. a spider queen, though, so it's not, it's not crazy crazy. Really? Yeah. Oh, why not? Because it's 800 points and you need to fit everything else in. And I think it's independent in Mario, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So that can uh, be a problem. It's, it's still a surprise that you haven't taken the spider queen because uh, she's a favoured target for uh, enraged beast. She I think is. The, the issue is, what is she like? No fate, right? Is no that correct? No fate, three wounds. And yeah. when you enrage her, she takes a wound. Yeah, so if oh, she, she takes ever... takes a strength 10 hit. Yeah, she's she's going to take, take a wound. Come on. Most likely. Most likely. But, so yeah. the, the problem with that is the spider queen can go down so fast. Like... Shooting is a real problem for it. I, at the most recent, uh, not the most recent, but at um at Cot, I did shoot out a Spider Queen in one turn. I mean, they die fast if you're not careful with them, and uh, if they lose one combat, they're in they're in trouble. Plus, yeah, with the addition of strikes, you can match the high fight of the Queen. Yeah, but then they're using might to match up something. I think yeah. the the increased points. I think you'd often run the Spider Queen actually without Drazak. I don't think you need Drazag to have the Spider Queen be effective. The main reason and I was her main it trick, up her is... main trick now isn't even the enraged beast. It's it's the frisbees with the um yeah the, the, the broodlings the broodlings yeah yeah you get a ten inch move onto a three inch drop with a six inch move on the broodlings. So you're just pinning something like straight away. Yeah yeah. You literally have to be in the back two inches of the board to not be charged first turn. Mm. So, yeah. yeah, that's a nice little combo, but it's one that you've decided not to take because you, you needed a few more numbers, let's be uh, honest. Yeah, I wanted I wanted to actually have a utility in the army as opposed to this is my win condition. Spiders aren't utilities. The, the main reason I brought it up is because when you normally see Drew's egg, you normally immediately see the Spider Queen as well. Really? Or Shelob. I would have said Shelob appears much more often these days. Really? Yeah, definitely. Because I thought the Spider Queen would be more effective because of the might, being able to heroic combat. The other, the other thing to is heroic well, combat with the enraged beast. You have options, and you just want to go in and kill that one hero, really, when you do it. Fair enough. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, back to other, your actual list. The other thing as well is if you have, say, Drizag and a Spider Queen, and that's it, your opponent's going to know where that enraged beast yeah, is coming every from. Every time. They it's, know. It's obvious. The Spider Queen yeah. is not a, you know, 5 6 strength 6 model with poison. It's a fight 9 strength 9 model with 5 attacks, 6 on the charge. Unless it's all a cunning ploy. It's not a cunning ploy. That is true. You can make it a bluff. <laughs> but it's a lot of points to drop on a bluff, too. It's a lot of points. What a bluff. That, that is a 205 points to bluff. Yeah, yeah, but it's no, a no. good bluff. No. Uh, it's, I, I it's, prefer it's the best bluff, but it's two hundred points. So, I, no. I, Wait. so where where are the spells going? Well, I've got three spells. I have an enraged beast. Well, a bit more than that, but enraged beast from Drizag. I've got shatter from the Gundabad Blackshirt Shaman, and I've got a transfix from Ashrak. Plus, Ashrak has his nasty little paralyzing that he can do if he gets wounded or. And also various furies, but you probably won't even use those, will you? Uh, the only time I would use Beast Steel Fury. Is if I'm trying, or even Goblin Fury. Yeah, because you have Ashrak as well. Is if I desperately need to tank something. Mm. Desperately Mm. need to tank something. Which is not going to be often because the beast should be able to clean up most things. So that's really interesting because you've got these these heavily offensive spells in in Shatter and in uh, Enraged Beast and and Transfix. Yes. 
but you can also go full defense when when you need to. Yeah, I can yeah. switch strategies on the fly. Those defense six goblins. They yeah, they're, and that's yeah. really good. That, yeah. that, that that's the actual trick of the army is is the black shield wall with the twenty because you can put the the black shield spearmen behind the beast now. The beast and then get an extra attack and a reroll because of the drum. Plus the drum means that Druzag's now Courage 5, and then his Courage 5 with his Master of the Wild special rule means that it procs onto the beast, so now the beasts are all Courage 5. So I've got Courage 5 Bat Swarms, Courage 5 Chieftains, Wargs, and Spiders. They're not going to run away, and they're actually pretty damn good at passing Courage tests. Yeah. Yep, definitely. You can't argue with that at all. <laughs> I, I actually have nothing to say about that. That's just... Oh, it's, it can be a super nasty list when you get on the wrong end of it, can't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's all about how you play it, though, which mm, is the tricky is bit. True. And no shooting in the list. That is actually a significant drawback. It is a drawback, but... There is there is a little qualifier there, and that is, once again, Kylie's taking bat swarms. Yes. Yeah. Bat swarms are the key to that. So, it's interesting. So far, we've had two people take bat swarms, maybe a third. We'll see what happens. But uh, we rate Batsworms pretty highly, don't we? Extremely. Yeah. And I think we'll talk about it when we get to your list. Yeah, no problem. Yep. But uh, you said that the Spider Queen was a big, like, hard hitter. I think that the Wagwad Chieftain is still a pretty good second place behind the Spider Queen. Because yeah. he goes to fight eight. He goes to strength nine. He goes to five attacks. And with a point of might behind him, he's a pretty good chance of being able to win a combat and then kill a model. Especially if he's got a bat swarm in there, because that you pretty much can't beat that. Uh, he's he cannot he's beat not that. a monster, though, is he? So he no, can't rend. He doesn't need to rend. He's strength eight. I'm, I'm thinking of dwarf heroes here. but Okay, I go into defense. No, no, no. Strength nine with strength, the base. Strength nine with yeah. the range base. Okay, I go into Durin. I've got Durin trapped between him and a bat swarm. I've now got ten I'm, I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying it's bad. It's just it's you're rolling four pluses instead of three pluses. Eh. It can make a difference. Eh. No, uh, I don't know. It can make a big difference. If you got something trapped, traps win games, and you manage to have strength nine, and you're striking with ten strikes, you're probably going to kill whatever you're fighting. Except mm. if, say, you're doing it, and you roll just yeah, flat threes I, I roll like I normally roll. Yeah, yeah, that is true. That is true. But uh, you're not it, me. It might Luckily make a difference. <laughs> it might make a difference. And it can make true. an extremely big difference as well with like giant spiders, like enraging a giant spider, especially the venom back ones that get to reroll everything. Is basically yeah, basically into... get to reroll everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, into that is mini spider like, queens themselves. They're generally going to be a better choice than the chieftain. And it's interesting because a while back on the end mood, we were discussing models. I, I can't remember which episode. Sorry, so you might have to look it up, but. We were discussing models that we feel are not uh, good enough for their points, just frankly a little bit disappointing. And the Wild Walk Chieftain was something that came up because the one might point for 75 points, the only having their uh, heroic actions work on wags, which can be a positive. I think Kylie's talked about this before, but yeah. you, you can have a little bit of uh, utility, as you would say, with that because you can move all the wags, knock out key uh, things, tie up key models, and then move everything else. It's interesting. But... Uh, Generally, looking at his stats, looking at what he can do, only the two attacks, only the one fate, I, that's it. he doesn't quite do as much as you would like him to do. I think the only time you'd really, really want to take him is actually with Drozag. And even then, as we're saying right now, giant spiders can sometimes, well, are often a better target for his spells. One of the things I actually like about the Warg Chieftain in this particular list is because of Druzak, he's now Courage 5 with three points of will. He's your, actually, he's your mainstay for staying on the table for, for Courage tests. But again, his standfast only works for Wargs. Point. I mean, how many Wargs do you have? Five. Yeah. That's a, that's, that's a force enough to go grab an objective uh, and domination. It's, it's good, sure, but it's not... 
it's not that many points worth of good, you know? Like, I, I'm not I'm not trying to bag out the Chieftain, but I you just You are think bagging out the Chieftain. I am. That's exactly what you're doing. I'm not trying to, but I am doing it accidentally. He's not that great. I, I don't think he's that great. I think I you'd think be better fine. off with... Uh, what's 75 points that you could take in that list? Honestly, you could drop that whole warband. You could drop those wags, and you could take that Spider Queen. I don't want the Spider Queen. I, want the I know you chicken. don't. I know you I don't. I want the speed. But it is an option. We were talking about the utility with the Spider Queen. Counts. We quite like the Spider Queen, don't we, Tin? And we yeah. think the Spider Queen's pretty good. Yeah. But I, I'm saying, yeah, model count is probably the main reason why I would consider doing what you've done and taking the Chieftain with those extra wags. And I that's go fine. From 37 that's fine. models down to 32. Yes, that is a pretty big drop. It's a big drop. Agreed. Yes, yes. So I, I think in context, that's a good warband, and you've made a good choice. If your army was a little bit different, I would consider the Spider Queen instead. If you'd gone more of a numbers instead of all those spiders, perhaps. But yeah, yeah you know. Uh, so uh, what are you worried about facing out of that list, Kylie? Good question. <laughs> not much? There's not much. Like, I'm inclined to say stupidly heavy shooting armies, but even then you can hyper-engage on those sort of armies as well. or just Hyper-engage? Just march into their face and try to... Not engage, hyper-drive? That's basically march, what march, they do. March, <laughs> march into their face and charge them on turn two. Yeah, yeah. Even then against mass shooting armies, I can drop the double fury and then get the five plus saves on everything. So I can mitigate that a bit. And if I lose a couple of wags and goblins or a spider or two going into combat, yeah, that's fine because usually shooting armies aren't that fantastic in combat. I, I agree in that um, the defensive and offensive capabilities of that army are freaking crazy. Like... You can do so many different things, so it's difficult to pinpoint something that really would be a problem, aside from that shooting aspect you mentioned. Actually, I think... Anything that can get rid of your spells is still a problem. There's a lot of spells coming out, though. There are, but, you know, multiple enemy casters that can remove your will uh, is a problem for you, because it does take away a lot of the aspects of your army. Yeah, I think the thing that's gonna hurt the most, actually, isn't things like ring rafes and stuff, unless they're geared for combat. I think... Multiple combat heroes is going to be the trick here because the advantage of this list is it can create a threat from, from nothing. It can turn a single wild wag into the scariest thing on the table. It can turn a single bat swarm into the world's best assassin. So I, th- I think th- I see where you're going with this, yeah. but the only in one in, place. But only in one place. Yeah. Two, maybe if you get tricky with with the um, the paralyzed and the shatter. If yeah, you have so- multiple heroes. Multiple combat heroes, like sort of like Danny's micro warband Uruk list, you know, six or seven Urukai captains. That's probably going to do a better job against the beast because then they can go in, focus down all the beasts at once, and just kill everything in one go. Yes, actually, an all hero list Mm. would not be much fun for you, would it? No. No. I can kill the heroes. The problem is, can I kill them quickly enough before they kill me? Yeah. How many bat swarms? Three. Wow, that's still that's pretty still, decent. It's, it's a lot, but yeah. I've I've done this to a beast army myself and focused down on all the beasts in one turn. Killed, I think it was like two bat swarms, a spider queen, four spiders, nearly all the wogs in one round of combat, just by heroic combat and striking into everything, mm. and just focusing it all down. And at the end of it, he had one spider left and the wog chief, and that's it. And that's a little bit more easier to manage. That's interesting. I played a beast army up at Cot as well. And as I mentioned, I shot out the Spider Queen, but the thing that really did the damage to his army was the multiple Hasharan. Yeah. Yeah. So from the same perspective, and he also had Drozag, and he also, it was very similar, actually, to the list that you've written, except it was all beasts, so it was a lot more wags. In but, short, um, in short, anything that can burn out. Yeah, yeah. 
anything that can just do lots of damage really in, in a very quick amount of time. Yeah. Or can like really focus down your, your big hitters as well. Mm. So can focus down uh, the chieftain, can focus down the bat swarms. And the spiders. And the spiders, yeah. However, even if you do go up against a couple of nasty uh, big combat heroes, you do have Shatter uh, with the Black Shield Shaman. Because I have played a game against you where I had Aragorn, King Alessa, on horse with his pointy sword of doom, and Anduril was shattered. And I was shattered. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't end well. Oh, dang. <laughs> Just to add insult to injury, I also managed to tram out him off his horse oh, the next turn as she, well. She got uh, two shatters off River 6, then Tremor off River 6. It, it, it was brutal. Aragorn lost all of his might. Yeah, dang, and that's well. rough. Yeah. Um... Interestingly, uh. you, you don't even necessarily need uh, heroes, in fact. You don't need to be an all-hero list. Really elite troops, like multiple really elite troops. Palaskar could have a crack at it. I was thinking half-trolls. I was thinking Sons of Aeol, that sort of thing. If you've got a lot of those... Sons on the charge could do it. Yeah. Half-trolls are I'm a not problem. not sure. You need a lot of half-trolls, though. For I, to be. Six to eight? That's a lot of half-trolls. Yeah. Yeah, six, six to eight half-trolls would do it. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. If you only had like three or four, like as opposed to like having the all eggs in one basket, all hero army. If you take a really elite troop army, it could. I think it would be a very significant problem for your list. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. My list. Let's talk about my list. Okay. Have, have you, you actually written it? I did write a list. Is. We know my track record, so we'll see how good it is. But uh, what, like whether it's actually the right amount of points and that sort of thing. We'll probably find out later. But let's just get into <laughs> it. So I'm starting... Uh, actually, I'll put, I've got one at the top. I'll talk about it last. We're starting with Durbers, the best goblin hero, in my opinion. Tienan also took him. As we said, there are some uh, models in Moria that are very centralizing. The yeah. bat swarms, Durbers, the shamans and captains, pretty much every army is going to have those because they're just that good. I, I think the main thing with Durbers is I didn't is that have Durbers and I didn't have the... Um... But you did have bat swarms. I did. Yes. I'm talking specifically about these sort of models. You're going to have one or many in, in these lists because they're just, they're almost, you can't miss out on them. You have to take them. They're just They've got good. too much flexibility. Bat swarms are just one of those models. You have to take them. They're so good. We'll get to that in a moment. So Durbers, he has with him six Mario Goblins with shields, five Mario Goblins with spears, one Bat Swarm. So as you can see, we've all taken Bat Swarms. Bat Swarms are great. You have and fight values when, when you've got a... And rounding down. And rounding down. When, when you've got a fight six model on the table, it wins every combat when there's a Bat Swarm fighting with it. It's fantastic. If you're striking yep. up, even with Goblin Captains, three plus, you're winning every combat if it's got a Bat Swarm with it. I think we should talk about the fact that it rounds down just a little bit more because I think sure, the sure. Bat Swarm is the only model that actually rounds anything down. Yeah, I think so yeah, everything too. Everything else rounds up. So Transfix rounds up. Uh, Bert, rounds does up. Bert round up? Bert rounds up. So they all round up. Because the, the one ring. thing, I, because halving that fight value was just so amazing as we've seen with um, the Ring and Bilbo. At the fact that the Ring, uh, 
not the ring race. What am I talking about? The Vat Swarms have that just constantly. And the fact yeah, that the, they can the fl- they fly, so they can just fly over enemy models for an assassination, especially if you have Enraged Beast. Yeah. The downside is, though, Defense 3, they can be knocked down. They're not cavalry. And Courage 2. So well, they have to Sentinels have a downside. really mess them up. And also yeah. Fight 1. One trap. One, fight yeah, 1. Fi- because fight 1. You know, they, they can't do it all on their own, basically. They're uh, a utility model. Yeah, the fight I'm not so concerned about because if it does get into one-on-one combats with something, it's still got two attacks. That's true, but, you know, three. one-on-one with a hero, it doesn't want. Yeah, no. Yeah. More or less traps. It doesn't like traps. But basically what it gives you is just a huge amount of control over your opponent's heroes because it's got so much move because it does have that halving effect. Nothing's safe. Nothing, un- unless you fight six or higher against goblins, you're not safe at all. And there's not really that many heroes that are fight six or higher when you think about it. Like, you, any mid-range hero is not safe with bat swarms around. Can I start listing fight six heroes? You, no, because we know there are a few, but my point is any fight five or lower hero is then drawing with regular goblins. That's a problem for them. That is a big problem for them. And they do not want to be dealing with those bat swarms. They need something else to deal with them. If you have not got a fight six hero in your army, none of your heroes are safe. Can't really argue with that. Can't argue with that. No. Well, and I this can, is why bat swarms are so good. Like <laughs> right. But this is why bat swarms are so good, and this is why we love them. Or hate them. Or both. Yeah. Well, it depends which side of the board they're on, doesn't the it? The only yeah. tricky thing is actually getting them into the combats that you want and preventing them from getting peeled off the combats. And we say tricky. They're 12-inch move with fly. Yeah. It's a 40 mil base that actually hurts them the yeah, most. Yeah, that, that can be a problem. Yes. Yep. Because if, if you have a smart player... Someone who recognizes the fact that they're playing against a bat swarm. You pair your combat heroes up with each other. You have two captains standing next to each other. If the bat swarm goes in and the other guy and another like goblin captain goes into one of the first captain, the second captain goes, heroic combat, kills the random goblin and then walks into the bat swarm. Kills yeah. off the bat swarm and then suddenly you got advantage again. Yeah, this is true. So generally when you're using bat swarms, and I think we might have talked about this before, but we'll refresh anyway. You want to be maybe giving them a bit of time for the armies to sort of thin out a bit, and then you can go in and kill those big heroes because you've got a bit more room to work with them. Yeah, you harass the flanks, and you do a bit of skirmishing and stuff on the sides. Then when the heroes start to lose their support networks and stuff, that's when you jump the bats on over the top, run them into, into combat with the big scary Aragorn, and then you know probably kill him with, a, with just a random Durbitz. Yep. So not only is this a Moria monster, it is also Know Thine Enemy Bat Swarms. <laughs> well, they're so good. And they're, <laughs> are they in Mordor? I don't think they're in Mordor. No, bats no, don't exist no. in Mordor. So, not anymore. You know, this is the only real chance to talk about Bat Swarms. I doubt we'll do a Know Thine Enemy on them. So this is our opportunity <laughs> to say Bat Swarms are the greatest. Take them in every army. Every what Mordor a bonus army. episode. <laughs> there you go. This one is running quite long, so it's worth it. It's all worth it. Keep listening. Stay tuned in. So... The rest of the warbands are pretty simple. We've got a Moria Goblin Captain with shield, five goblins with shield, five goblins with spear, one bat swarm. So that's a total of two bat swarms and two basic warbands. And then the final warband is a shooty, sorry, this penultimate warband is a shooty warband. We have a Moria Goblin Captain with orc bow. We have six Moria Goblins with orc bow and we have three wog marauders. Now, I don't think we've talked about these yet, have we? No, they're disgusting. They're, this is an interesting one because these guys are considered very good. As opposed to the bat swarms. We don't see a lot of bat swarms around apart from what we take, but marauders are considered very good and for good reason. They're three attack cavalry that cannot lose their mounts, 
and they because have they terror. Because they are one with the mount. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're melded. In... <laughs> they have terror, which is un- unbelievable, actually, for this kind of model. It's a great feature. I, I like to think it's normal soldiers just being terrified at these goblins the melded. mutant <laughs> goblin wags. Yes, yeah. oh, great. Yeah, I love it. And also, they can shoot it. Every turn. So why not? Why would Even while shoot? in combat. Even while in combat. So, yeah, they've got a lot of features going for them. The three attacks is unbelievable. I mean, the fact that they count as goblins as well, rather than wags. See, uh, your Gundabad drums, then your shamans will affect them. Yeah, yeah. And your fury as well. Mm. So they've got a lot going for them, and it's not surprising that people have picked up on that and uh, quite like them a lot. You see a lot of conversions of them because they're so easy to make with the, uh, the old plastic goblins and wags. I'm definitely going to be making a um, uh, Wag Marauder out of a Wag and making it a um, like a, a, gobl- a Goblin Wag Centaur. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. I want to see that. We want pictures of that. We'll put that up on the, uh, <laughs> on the Facebook page. Okay. The final warband and the key to the army is, in fact, a Watcher in the Water. So I brought the Watcher along. Not a Watcher in the Water. The Watcher, the watcher in the Water. In the Correct. Water. Yes. The Watcher in the Water. He watches from the water and he pulls you in and... Tentacles, lots of fun stuff so going on there. He watches until he's no longer watching. Yes, that is true. Uh, if there's he nothing become... left to watch, then he's not watching anymore, is he? <laughs> you know, he watches and then he stops watching, and you're no longer around to see him not watching anymore. <laughs> so what he does is he eats enemy heroes. He loves to munch on them and chew their heads off. It's great. He has a lot of different uses. I, I'm just trying to collect my thoughts here because, my goodness. He, uh, okay, so the way that I generally used him when I was running him quite a bit is I'd put him behind my own lines when he drops. So I'd, I'd march my army up. I'd drop him, do the, what do they call it in, in Warhammer? Deep strike. Deep strike him in. And I think, I don't, I'm not sure what this special rule is in this game, what it's called, but it's like up from the deeps or something like that. It's uh, from the deep. Oh, okay. Like bursts out close. through the ground and pushes things away. Yeah. So, you know, you can actually drop him anywhere and you can push all the enemy models and friendly models out of the way and he can just pop up wherever you like. I've seen it do a really sick disengage once. Yeah? Yeah. Please came tell in, us. Please tell came us. Came in the middle of a battle line. Durbez was on one wound, one fate, no might or will. Enemy ring race on the end of the theme. Watch the water pops up in between the two lines, pushes Gothmog away from Durbez and Durbez away from Gothmog. And now there's a watch of the water sitting in the middle between Gothmog and Durbez. Very watch nice. them grabs Gothmog, kills him, and then Durbez is like, I'm out of here. Save the <laughs> VPs for the leader. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, so okay, the way I generally play him is I'll put him behind my own lines and I'll try and drag enemy heroes over the top, get them completely isolated, throw a bat swarm in. In fact, if you position it properly, you can actually pull an enemy hero into contact with both the Watcher and a bat swarm in the same turn, which is yes, a brutal combination. the only way you're going to be able to do this is by broadcasting the move. Yeah, you have to tell your opponent, all right, I'm putting this so that there fits a... One single base perfectly in the spot where it would have to touch the Watcher and putting the Bat Swarm right where it would touch you as well. And perhaps even a third model to get the trap. But you have to, you do have to tell your opponent, all right, this is what I'm doing. Because otherwise there is no way you could get that, that perfect positioning. Yeah. Or yeah. maybe if you're like super, super careful. Theoretically. N- yeah, but you do have to take a base and put it in that spot and then move your other two models in Oh, no, I'm, I'm sure we There's can do it. No, no, I'm no, sure no, we no. can do it by a No by one eye. is that perfect. Like, I know Da Vinci could draw a perfect circle, but he couldn't do this. Okay, so <laughs> you need to do it's that. It's what we call a declared move. Yeah, basically. So, But even so, it's very difficult to stop. 
There's no in the ways. He gets D6 shots hitting on threes or fours if he moved, which yeah. he's probably not going to be moving, let's be honest. You don't really need to move him for most of the time, hopefully, if you're playing him properly, mm. which I often do not. So um, you drag a hero over the top. He's in contact with the Watcher with his six attacks and the Batswoman with another two, and you get dropped because he just rends you. You're taking like 12 strength six attacks against your defense, uh, strength four, et cetera. Uh, no hero likes surprise tentacles. No, 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 yeah. no one likes it. Well, some Which is like why when you're, pl- when you're playing... Tinan loves surprise tentacles. But, you know what? Yeah. Which is why if you're playing against someone that is playing the Watcher, your play style completely changes. You have to be constantly thinking about, okay, where is the Watcher dropping? Where is he coming down? Where do I have to be? How do I have to set up to negate this Watcher? Yeah, this is true. So prior to the Watcher dropping, you, your entire like time is spent preparing for it. Getting yeah. ready, getting your army in a position where they can deal with it when it actually drops. Uh, once it's down, it's actually much easier to deal with. Oh, it's so much easier yeah. to deal with. I've seen, actually I've done it myself, disengages on the Watcher. Because the Watcher only has move four on land. Yeah, Move eight if he's in water, but if you're in water, there's a whole different set of problems there. Yeah, <laughs> usually that's not, you know, it's not a big deal. There's not usually that much water on a table. Some tables. Pelagir. Pelagir, which uh, we use in tournaments, has a lot of water. I'm sure some people might have just a gigantic lake board. One time I played Kylie with the Watcher and there was a river running from one side to the other and he sped Ah. all the way down the river and promptly got chopped to pieces by Gimli and an elf twin. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. But I won, so it didn't Ooh, a lake town board. Lake town board. Ooh, that might be in the works. It is. It is in the works. Very good. I'll bring a Watcher again. So, yeah. Anyway... So, yes, he is quite easy to disengage from because of that small movement, unless you're in water, etc. Yeah, you, ha- you have to make sure you pin the Watcher in some way, shape, or form, either with a model, a spell, a spooky test from a Sentinel or a Spectre. You need to make sure the Watcher's not moving because you will always have at least a one-inch gap between you and the Watcher. You then move six inches directly away with everything in your army. You pin the Watcher. He can't use his tentacles to go grab more guys into combat with him. Do and then you just keep running away and keep increasing that gap between him and the Watcher. Do the tentacles count as throwing weapons? Can he move and use them? Yes. Yes. Uh, okay. Sorry, no. They don't count as throwing weapons. So he can't move and throw into combat. But oh, okay. even if he's in combat, he can still shoot. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. That's, so that's you have to stay no, six away. No, he can away. shoot in the combat. He ignores all in the ways. No, oh, sorry. I'm saying even if he's engaged, he can yeah. shoot. Yes. Yep. So he can shoot into combat, he ignores all in the ways, he can shoot even when he's engaged. He's he's very difficult to stop. Basically, you need to make that bubble around him and just stay away. Yeah, he does get minus one if he's moving and shooting. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I I remembered his tentacles were special, but uh, yeah. Yeah, the thing about the Watcher is he's great in high ground and hold ground. He's amazing. Yeah, He's he's practically unbeatable because you have to get in that bubble. That's that's the great thing about him. He's also good in domination because with the size of his base, he can sometimes control two uh, objectives. Uh, the fact that he can, he can come threat up. two. He least. can threat two. He can control control one and threat the other. Yeah, for sure. In the other scenarios, though, he can often be a bust. Uh, I've played games where I've just constantly rolled ones and twos. I think like I, I've had one where I rolled like five ones in a row. It was it's completely ridiculous. He came down. I was already broken. I killed two Eastlings and then he ran. Because he's only courage two. So that's five will, but that doesn't last very long. It does not. In fact, I'm pretty sure I got sap willed, so that's so, why he ran so fast. So uh, what else did you actually have in the list? Because we've talked about the Watcher, but I don't think we've talked about anything else in the list. Yeah, well, no, we, we discussed the Marauders, we discussed oh, the, the Batswarms. Uh, yeah, the yeah, yeah the that's pretty yeah. much all it is, really. It's it's basic goblins with a couple of captains, Durbers. What was your model count? 
36. So it's actually one less than Kylie's list. That's a small number. Of, that, mm. that's, that's pretty small. But you just have to understand the impact that the yeah, Watcher can yeah. actually achieve. Yeah, yeah. Heroes are not safe from him ever, pretty much. They, they yeah. have to run away. So even when they're, they're safe from the Watcher itself, the rest of the army, they can't impact on it because the rest of the army can just stay near the Watcher. So that's why in Hold Ground and High Ground, it's just ridiculously OP. One other thing I think we need to mention about the water, Watcher in the Water is he's probably his biggest weakness. It's his wounds and his attacks. Yep, yep, for sure. Now, the tricky thing about the Watcher is he's really, really powerful at the start of the game. But the longer the game goes and the more wounds you chip off him and the closer you bring the, the Watcher's army to break the weaker and weaker and weaker he gets. He's a bit like the Shade. He's really strong early game, terrible late game. Because if you can chip off a couple of wounds off the Watcher, suddenly he goes from six attacks down to four attacks, then he's down to two attacks, and then he just he's off the board. Once he gets under four attacks, yeah, you're not getting the impact that you want out of him for sure. Yeah, and yeah, that's something that you need to sort of So just relax. talking about some other qualities of him, he's not just a hero killer. He can kill multiple troops in a turn. He can kill three or four almost with ease. Because of his strength six and his six attacks. Yes. So I think highest attacks in the game, right? Yes. Easily. Like, I don't think there's ever been anything with five attacks. No. Four. There's a few things with four. Yeah. Yeah. But six is, is pretty ridiculous. a couple ridiculous. of things can get to six, with, you know, on horse with charge and pike yeah. spot. But yeah, he's got the highest attacks. So you can, you can take defense six troops. You can shoot. So you charge one, for instance. You shoot another say, on average, three or four attacks, you hit another two, and you're bringing in three models and killing three models. Pretty much every turn. Minimum, I would say. Mm. So th- that's an incredible amount of power. Even, even if your opponent doesn't have the, the big heroes that you want to take out, he can still be very effective as a troop killer. Yeah, but he's one of those kind of models that the moment you make a mistake, write him off. Yeah, he's, he's, he's pretty much he's done. He's surprisingly effect, yeah. fragile. Yes. You might think, oh, six wounds, but the six wounds is tied to his damage output and his his positioning is incredibly important because if you mess up the spot where you drop him down... He's too slow. He's too slow to get get back in the fight. So your list is all um, completely based around the Watcher. Almost entirely, yeah. Yeah. I think you need to. It has to be. It has to be. Yeah. Yeah. For, for the points you pay for the Watcher. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing as well, you're going to need an army that can hold its own even without the Watcher because his drop-in, his deep strike, Not can guaranteed. at times yeah. be unreliable. So as I was mentioning with that time that he dropped, he took like five turns to come in, killed two things and ran off. I won that game with my uh, with my 550-point army against an 800-point army simply because my opponent at no point during the game could be comfortable with their line. This was actually against Jeremy, and I ended up winning that game. Also, Derbez was absolutely ridiculous. He went crazy and killed a bunch of cataphracts, but he was never able to be comfortably satisfied with how his line was being held because he knew the watch could drop at any point, and it allowed me to take advantage of that and to put goblins in places where he didn't like it, and he had to go in with a couple of heroes earlier than he wanted to as well to take advantage of the fact that the Watcher wasn't there. And I actually turned around and killed a Carnage King at one point. So it it can have a great impact even when he's not on the board. At the same time, as you say, you need the rest of your army to be able to be good defensively and offensively. It has to be a really solid 550 points. It does. Yeah. So, um, and I I think that's what I've got here. I think I've got, you know, the regular goblins, they're fine. They're, they're all that you need in this list. They just need to be able to handle a few turns of being charged. Uh, Derber's best hero, best goblin hero. Uh, the captains, they've got the might. And the marauders can actually go in and be that offensive presence. Mm. Along with the bat swarms. A marauder plus a bat swarm can take down a lot of things. Yeah. There's one other thing I'd like to mention about the marauders. 
and the bat swarms. The fact that you got a 50-50 split. I've got, uh, yeah, no, sorry, only two bat swarms. Yeah. Close as you can get. Two bat swarms, three marauders, yes. I actually think bat swarms and marauders are more effective the more of that troop type you take. So if you're taking five, I think you want to take five marauders or five bat swarms. I don't think Mm. you want to split them. Interesting. Because you get more bang for your buck the more of them you take. So if you take, say, one of each, it's going to be way less effective than two bat swarms or just two marauders because you can easily focus down one type of them. That's interesting because I played around a while back with um, sort of the tag team bats one marauder concept, and I think as a seventy point team, they're like super effective. They're great, you know. So I, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. I understand, you know, they're very spammable. Both of them, like you could definitely get uh, have five of one or five of the other. You you need the bats swarms with the watcher. You hundred percent need them. I think, in my opinion, I reckon the marauders can do it just fine. I don't <sighs> think you need the minus. The fight three isn't just not enough for me, you know. I, with only one you, might you point. You win attacks with the fight three. You win attacks from the four attacks. So I, I agree, but attacks. at the same, at the on the same token, I don't want to lose any combats with the watcher. I don't even want to risk it because as soon as he's losing combats, he's losing wounds, he's losing attacks. Fair enough. Yeah. So and with only the one might point on him, it's very difficult to guarantee that you win those combats, especially against the big heroes that you want to take down, like an Aragorn or an Imrahil or that sort of thing, or hell, a Gilgalad. Fair enough, because yeah, like, it was just yeah. the thing that you were talking about earlier where you need the other part of your army to be really solid. And I think five Marauders instead of... Oh, yeah. No, you would, like, would be able that, to do yeah. more without the Watcher backing it. Yeah. And than, when the Watcher comes out, it's like... A, and two it's, yeah. it's, it's a coup de grace. No, you, you're totally right. Um, but, you know, at the same time, you still have to plan for the Watcher coming down. You do. So yeah. I, you need it's those. Just, you I need have seen games where the Watcher hasn't showed up. Yeah. I, I think a mix works best. I, I think it does. Because you need the Batswarms for the Watcher... You need some offensive presence with the Marauders. If you only have one of each, I, I don't think it would work. I'm sorry, only w- one of everything. What am I oh. trying to say? Or well, shall we uh, move on and uh, go shall. to the voting? We shall. We still we'll, do that, yeah? We'll, yeah, we definitely still do that because we want to know which list is best. I think I know which list is best, but I'll find out what you guys think. So, Tiernan, who had the best list out of Kylie and myself? Was it the Beasts with the Boosts? The Beasts with the Boosts. Love it. Uh, with the Wag Chieftain, which is terrible, instead of the Spider Coin. So, do you think that was a really good list? Or do you like the, the Tentacled Wonder? <laughs> the Watcher in the Water. I think I might be a little biased here, because I have never played against or River Watcher. Okay, because they are never, amazing. I, 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 I look at the stats and think, yeah, it's really amazing, but I haven't actually seen it, gone up against it in play. I have gone up against Kylie's Beast list before, and it, is, it has wrecked me. Multiple times. Mm, okay, okay. So, because I've seen what it, some of the tricks it can do, I think I might have to go with the Beasts. <sighs> the Beasts are the boosts. Boo. Sucked in. Oh, 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 it got real up in here, everybody. All We're right, ready. then. Okay, okay. <laughs> all right, all right, okay. I see you. I see you, Tim. I see that vote. That's. Uh, it seems fair. Actually, I'm, no, it's brutally unfair. You need to play so against sorry. the Watcher. It's all right. Because what I'm going to do now is I'm going to bring the Watcher out, perhaps later today, and school you. We'll see you, what happens. You're just going to throw the model at me, Yes, I'm going to throw it at your face and possibly break your glasses. It'll be great. We'll all have a great time. <laughs> Kylie. Kylie, what's your vote, Kylie? What do you think? Was the Watcher in the Water the vote for you? Or did you like the classic Goblin Horde? The fact that you didn't take all Marauders oh my or God. all Bats you're ones. not serious. Really? Is, um, is, is, is the flaw in this plan here, so I'm going to give my vote to Tannen. After saying you agreed with it, after saying you said, you said, oh, okay, yes, you do need the bat swarms. Should I have taken five bat swarms? 
I would have preferred five batsmen over five marauders. But it doesn't have any offensive presence then. Go defensive till he arrives. If he arrives. No, nah, you, you can't. You can't guarantee it. Or, I, disagree actually, with, I disagree actually, with that vote. Actually, you know what? I've got a better trick for you. i got a better trick for you. Drop drop the batsmen entirely. Take all the marauders. What? Drop the batsmen entirely. Take the marauders. And then ally in attack Golem. I never thought I would see the day when Kyler would say, drop your bat swarms. If a golem never. does the same thing. But it's only one of him. Doesn't matter. You only no, need one no, of him. And no, he can't be shut out. Don't like it. Got the ring. So don't I think like Kylie's it. vote actually goes to her version of Matt's list. Yes. No, no, no. My Therefore, vote goes to Tannen. it goes to my list. No, it goes right? to Tannen. Because it's the closest one of shut the one that she face, actually Matt. wants to vote for. Matt, shut your face <laughs> and listen to the words that are coming out of my mouth. I vote for Tiernan. Okay, all right. So Kylie votes for Tiernan's awful list that we made him write because we wanted to talk about it. Yep. My vote... Out of spite. I, I, it's like, <laughs> I can't win, obviously, because no one voted for the best list because everyone's stupid. It's fine. That's fine. Everyone can be stupid if they you want notice to. Notice how Matt always sulks when he doesn't win? Only because I write the best <laughs> lists and no one votes for them. I don't understand. It's It's fine. It's yeah, fine. it's because no, I, when, we, when we first mind. started this podcast, don't even mind. You I, won all of them with your I crazy did, off the wall list. Back when, and then you back got when it was so egotistic and smug that we just had to wait. No, we can't have this anymore. Did, didn't well, I win a few? You probably won one or two. I, you wrote gimmicky lists, though, silly ones. Yeah. I mean, no, no. On. Who doesn't love a good gimmick? It's unbeatable. But I wrote gimmick th- gimmicks that work. Anyway, no. Okay, <laughs> we're rambling on here. Uh, my list is going to Kylie because she had the second best list, so she um, can have hence, the win. Hence the plan works. By default. So well done, Kylie. Well done. You've written a, an average list, so good job. And, average? Uh, yeah, <laughs> my we'll... beast would school your watcher. Fight, fight, fight. Okay, we're playing this matchup. This is happening. We're doing this. <laughs> I have this list right now in my, in my room. Does it look like I brought my goblins with okay, me Okay, we will, we will come back to you with the results of this matchup between our two lists. Because I think we, we have them, don't we? We have these lists. Yeah, I have one I just need to, I just need to convert some marauders. I'll do that. It'll be easy. You know what the great thing's going to be? Shattered. Shattering the uh, goblin, the uh, watcher in the water. Ironically, you will be the one who is shattered. So, with that, (laughs) with that, thank you all for joining me. Thank you, Kylie. Thanks. Thank you, Tiernan. No problem. And remember, everyone, traps win games. Thank you for listening to the Green Dragon Podcast. Please be advised that the Green Dragon Podcast is not suitable for children, the elderly, pregnant women, those with a history of heart conditions, or anyone expecting to receive worthwhile advice. You can contact us on thegreendragonpodcasts at gmail.com. Yes, it has an S at the end. Or our Facebook page, The Green Dragon Podcast. We do not claim ownership of any works based on J.R.R. Tolkien, New Line Cinema, Warner Brothers, or Games Workshop. This podcast is purely for entertainment. The thoughts, as rare as they are, are solely that of our hosts and guests. Farewell, listener, until we meet again.